Thank you for tuning in to the Far Better Podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad, which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. In this podcast, we seek to please God now, so our eternity is far better. Here is your host, Michael Clark. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Far Better, the podcast where we seek to be pleasing to God in this life, so our eternity is far better. I'm your host, Michael Clark, and we left off talking about my Crohn's disease, and we're ready to begin another story of what happened to me with some biblical application. And I want to talk to you today about my first research study. And yes, by the way, I phrase that, I'm sure you can imagine. First means I've had more than one. Uh, I have had three research studies, and all of them have had pluses, and most of them have also had downsides. And so we'll talk about them this season. The first one I was on for about a year, and it was called Intivio. Uh, I went on Intivio back in 2015, right around June, and I officially came off of it August of 2016. So just a little over a year, but Intivio was a drug that was given by infusion, and it was an expensive drug. If it weren't for the research program, I would not have been able to get this drug. It was $25,000 an infusion. I know. $25,000. I don't know if you have this kind of money. If you do, feel free to donate to Scouted Abroad. We would greatly appreciate it. But I can tell you, I don't have twenty five grand that consistently each time I needed to get medicine. And so it was a very wonderful blessing to be able to get onto the research center at Gastro One in the Memphis, Tennessee area. Really, it was more like Germantown. But nonetheless, I met with my doctor, and he and I spoke about the options. And he told me right after I got diagnosed that he was moving to Arizona. And so I was not very happy about that because I had just gotten this doctor. We had clicked. We were doing well. And then he says he's leaving, and I was getting a brand-new doctor. And I was blessed again because this doctor that I currently have, I've had him for over five years now going on this, this upcoming year, and he has been fantastic. He's very exactly what I need. I, I'm a very difficult patient, and he has helped me tremendously. And so he walked me through the research options And he said, we have a new drug. It's called Intivio. It's infusion-based. And here's how the study will work. We need to go through these tests and see what's going on. And you'll have to have another outpatient scope. And I thought, great, another one. And so I went through all of the hoops and all of the song and dance that they put you through to get you on a research study. And I finally got approved. And I'm going to meet my research coordinator And she was an amazing person as well, helped me out tremendously. Uh, She was a saint, and I'm so thankful that she was willing to help me because, like I said, I'm a very difficult patient. And so they had me on the prednisone. We talked about the prednisone fiasco in one of our episodes recently. And I started to get on Intivio. Now, what would happen with Intivio is I would go to the research center. I would sit down. They would take my blood, they would do all the vitals and all the other things they needed to check, and then they would get the IV going. Uh, I guess they'd do that before they took blood, 
but they'd get the IV going, and I would sit for three to four hours to get this infusion. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, I want to make sure this is clear. That is a small amount of time compared to what some people I know with Crohn's disease have to deal with with their infusions where they're literally there for hours upon hours upon hours. And so the only real difficult thing for me was I was still in school. And so the amount of time that I would have to miss because it was three to four hours of being away from school was difficult because it was pulling me away from studies, pulling me away from class. And so I would have to try to do my best to study while getting an infusion. Now, I don't know whether or not this is um, because of Crohn's or because of just the, the general nature of everything going on, but I had a very difficult time staying awake during an infusion. Um, I think some of that had to do with Crohn's and some of it had to do with being a student. I, it might also be, I don't know, if you know me, you know that I don't sleep a lot. Um, and if you know my father, you know that he probably passed that down to me. And so I go to bed some nights, two, three in the morning, getting stuff done or just staying up because I can't sleep. And so I'd get to these infusion sites and I would start the infusion and I would almost always fall asleep. And so I would have to eventually ask, hey, what can I bring that I can snack on, that I can drink, that might help me stay awake? You know, is anything okay? And they said, yeah, pretty much everything's fine. You can bring whatever you want. So I would start to bring snacks and I'd just make a day out of it. I'd eat my lunch, I would drink soda and try to wake myself up, and all of that stuff would take place, and I would finally be able to get some work done, and it was so uncomfortable to type, because they put the infusion, the IV, right in the bend of your elbow, and so when you go to bend to type, you're bending the plastic inside your arm, and so it's uncomfortable, and so I finally started asking him, can you put it on the outside of my arm, and it was a little bit more comfortable, but nonetheless, l- let me just break it down this way. Intivio was an amazing drug. I loved it. It, it made my life so much better. I, I genuinely started getting a better quality of life. And it stopped working. The reason it stopped working, I'm getting into in the next episode, so I don't really want to reveal all of that. But I, I was devastated when it stopped working. Because I hadn't had this disease long. I mean, not even a, a full year. But for it to stop working after I had seen so much progress was, for me, a devastating you know, blow because it was like, am I ever going to beat this thing? Is this really going to be the rest of my life where I'm just going from research study to research study, research drug to research drug, research coordinator to research coordinator, treatment to treatment? And I was pretty angry for a couple of days after I got the news. Well, I know now that ultimately, no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. That was four years ago, almost five. I'm fine. I'm still alive. I, I still have a good quality of life. 
And I look back on that time, and I can remember how I felt, but I, it doesn't bother me near as much as it did the day that it happened. I can remember the way I felt when I was first told I was diagnosed. It bothered me a lot. It doesn't bother me near as much now as it did back then. And I think the reason for all of this is the verse that we're going to talk about today. I mentioned this season is not going to be like all the other seasons that we're going to have. There's going to be a lot more structure going forward in season two and on. But this was really my way of just kind of rambling because I know that I'm not the only person out there that is suffering with something. Now, maybe you don't have what I've got. Maybe it's much worse. Maybe it's small. But for you, it's massive. You know, suffering is is very difficult to really pinpoint whether or not it's an issue unless you've experienced it. And unless you experience something worse or less than that, that's how we really start to be able to judge suffering. I've had my wisdom teeth pulled out. I've also had a filling. You know what hurt worse? The wisdom teeth. And so suffering for people is is different. And so I don't know what you're going through, but I'm hoping that by me doing this and you listening to me ramble on for 15 minutes a week, that it might help you to not give up, to live for God now so that your eternity can be far better than the situation you find yourself in right now. And so I want to take you to one of the most popular psalms ever. You know it is Psalm 23. In Esau, they they title the chapter headings and other things sometimes, and they title this one, The Lord is My Shepherd. And when you look at the relationship between a shepherd and his sheep, the sheep don't always know why something's going on, why they have to move to a new location, why they have to stop doing what they're doing or being where they're at, or why they can't stray from the group. But the shepherd knows, and he protects them. And so let's look at these first three verses. The next three episodes, this is what we're studying over Psalm 23. The first three verses says, A psalm of David, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And so stop for a moment and let's think about the first verse. And I know you've heard this before. I know you've dealt with this before. I know this isn't the first time. But the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I had to learn to let go and let God. That phrase is not original with me, but it's the truth. I had to learn to let go and let God. And it's difficult to do that. But that's what it means when you allow the Lord to be your shepherd. It's not an insulting thing that you're some sheep that needs to be led the right way and God's the only one that can know how to do it because you're so dumb. No, that's not it at all. It's an understanding 
that I truly don't know what this life is all about without the help of the one who does. And so when I got sick, I had to learn to lean on him and let him be my shepherd. Makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. The facts are this. For 20 years, God took such great care of me. I'm going to stop because I got sick. I'm, I'm going to stop trusting in the one who was able to preserve me when I was healthy. Why? You have a task, and I have a task to focus on the most important thing. And my dad used to say when we were in preaching school, the main thing, when he talks about preaching, that is, is to keep the main thing the main thing. Because sometimes as preachers, we, we get sidetracked. I, you've noticed this because I don't really have a full structure for this season. I mentioned it before. I'm going to mention it again. I can get sidetracked pretty easily and start going on another point. But when I preach, I still write a thesis statement to try to remind myself, this is what I want to focus on. This is what I want to look at. This is what I want to camp out in and help people when they walk away from that sermon today to know exactly what they needed to know. What about life? The main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. And the main purpose and point of life is to get to heaven. That is your only goal. It trumps everything else in life. And a psalm of David, a man who spent a good portion of his life on the run for his life, was able to pen the words, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. David, you mean you don't want to be peace? To have peace, you don't want to be in a place where you don't have to run for your life? I'm sure he would enjoy that. But with the shepherd, he doesn't have to worry. Because he restores his soul. He takes care of him. And next week when we talk about the next portion of my chapter where my research study of Intivio failed... He carried me even then, and protected me and kept me. Something I couldn't have done on my own. Faith, trust, leaning upon God, all of that is important. And that's what I had to do. I'm thankful that you've taken another 15-something minutes to sit down with me. And let me rant, you know, vent, rant, whatever you want to call it. Next week, we'll be back for another episode. But until then, don't forget to listen to our other excellent hosts. And remember, let's please God now so our eternity is far better. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. 
If you would like to email us, you can do so at thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. That's thescatteredabroadnetwork at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms, and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ, even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.